Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus. Stay chill or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Well, thanks for taking a break from reality with us three. It's the Lori and Julia show here to brighten your day. We're going to start out with a special guest right away. I don't know if this calls for his uh, his no. special song. No, because we have breaking news. Yeah, this is do. kind of breaking news. This is some kind of serious stuff on the Lori and Julia right. show. It's serious stuff for all of the United States of America. Matt Belanger is here bringing us a report. Hello, everyone. Hi, Matt. Hello, I, I, I'm sure yeah. the newsroom is busy. Oh, it's, uh, yeah, it's a big day. A uh, busy day for all of us journalists all over this wonderful nation of ours. And, uh, of course, we're kind of alluding to what's happening in the nation's capital right now uh, the um, if you'd like to watch full coverage of that by the way and you just can't get enough on channel 5 abc news special report mm-hmm. at this moment right. here's kind of the the where things stand you have to remember this morning congress met in a joint session to approve or review the results of the electoral college and at the same time president trump held a speech near the white house and his supporters gathered there to listen to him and in that speech he urged folks to head down and uh, approach the capitol building and make their voices heard oh. and that is what this uh, crowd of folks has done and they have entered the capitol they've entered the house and senate they've uh, done some damage there's reporting being done by abc news that one woman was shot in the neck in all of this it's happening uh, it's pretty clear capitol police there have were overwhelmed by this group the national guard the white house now confirms is on the way in president trump has tweeted asking people to uh, to to not incite violence here and to remain calm. But that's about all he's said at this point. And there are a lot of critics, including fellow Republicans, saying the president needs to step up and say more right now to stop this situation. Well, accepting the fact that he lost the election and stop saying this crazy stuff that isn't true would be the first step. I yeah. mean, he did not win. He lost. It's the same number of electoral votes that he won over Hillary Clinton. Right. And a peaceful transfer of power is what democracies do. What we're seeing at the Capitol is something you see in third world countries. And it's very yes, distressing. That is uh, exactly a quote from a member of Congress who's being interviewed about this. It said that this, if this was happening anywhere else in the world, we would be calling this a coup if we yeah. were on the outside looking in. And it's happening here at home. A lot of uncertainty now about exactly what's going to happen with the Electoral College vote and whether Congress can be able to reconvene. But again, a very fluid Active breaking news situation, and if you want to watch, it's on Channel Five. All By right, this thank you. time, President yeah. Trump should be at the acceptance portion of the five stages of grief, which is the very last one. He yes. needs to accept that he lost because that is a fact. We would not be in this situation if he would accept that fact. Yeah. So acceptance is the last 
uh, one of the five it comes stages. Harder. It comes- no, it, he's a grown ass man and he needs to behave such and accept it because all of this is happening because he hasn't accepted and has been stirring the pot. Okay, so what? Tell, I mean, that's tell us. There's some other news out there. Yeah, today tell us what else we, is going on. We could get there uh, to uh, Governor Tim Walls and uh, the update coming in from him as far as loosening COVID-19 restrictions across Minnesota. This is good news. Uh, the governor feeling comfortable enough with the situation with the coronavirus in our state that he can roll back some of those restrictions. So uh, indoor dining can resume uh, at uh, bars and restaurants. And this is to, Monday? Uh, yes. I believe that next is Monday. The day, effective Sunday at 11.59 p.m. Oh, so be, yeah, excellent. Monday, yeah. the very first moment of Monday. Okay, the 11th. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, so you'll have indoor dining again, capped at 50% capacity uh, indoors. Six people per table, six feet apart. Uh, bar seating uh, for two, so couples can go to the bar six feet apart. Uh, there's a whole laundry list of these kinds of restrictions, but one of the big ones is being able to, to dine indoors, which, I mean, everyone is looking forward to that exactly. return. But and, and, will and, you? That's the it, question, you know. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of choice. safe places out there, absolutely, and they're going to have a 10 p.m. curfew. That will be intact. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and lots of other things affected here, too. We're talking about gyms, indoor entertainment venues, uh, various rules there, capped to 25% capacity. Movie theaters. Movie bowling theaters, alleys. Yes. Museums. Uh, religious services. So so uh, no uh, restrictions. They're removing the cap on that. So mm-hmm. religious services going right. forward. Uh, it's going to be whatever you need to do. I mean, kind of back to normal for so that. So the group. lockdown yeah. work as far, worked as far as bringing what they wanted to see. Down with, the numbers. Yeah, as, as is with everything these days. Yes, but uh, the governor, as he wrapped up his comments today, s- s- did point out all the other parts of the country where COVID-19 is surging again. Mm-hmm. There is this that new strain that everyone talks about. So he did... He did with this caution Minnesotans don't get too comfortable. Right. You got to still keep up the mask wearing and the social distancing and the, and you know the restrictions do, didn't change. They remained the same about uh, social gatherings kind of at your house. Those restrictions stay the same. Because he said, if you get too lax, we're going to have this all over again, because I know the vaccines out there. Again, the governor speaking, but it's going to be a while before it gets into enough people to where we're really starting to turn the corner. It's going to take months. And so we really can't let up on those other preventative measures. But some good news. But it is some really good news for restaurants. On a tough day. Some good news here for us in Minnesota with with, uh, regard to these coronavirus restrictions. So. Well, man, thank you. We haven't talked to you for a couple I know, weeks. it's been a minute. The holidays, you know, everybody goes and does their thing. But uh, tomorrow would be my normal day. You want me back at 3.30? Uh, I think you should come back <laughs> okay. and update us on <laughs> everything that's going on because it's yeah. not over yet. Yeah, so uh, we'll get the updates for you. Updates anytime, kstp.com. And uh, I'll see you tomorrow morning at 11 on Channel 5. Oh, okay. thank you, thank Matt. You, Matt. See you. Oh, my Thanks, gosh. Jeez. And then if we don't have all this going on, then the Grammys which air on CBS, Bigfoot, SAG Awards, and they bumped them out of their date that the SAG Awards announced last July, March 14th. They they got Bigfooted by ABC with the Oscars. Remember that last yeah. year? And mm-hmm. now they decide to Bigfoot NBC, which is basically owns uh, TBS, TNT, and having the Grammys the same night as the SAG Awards. I... Cannot believe they took that date without asking them. They could have done it that the the, the next Sunday, the Sunday before. I, I mean, know. why would they pick the same date as the SAG? Well, Awards? let me just tell you what the SAG Awards said because they're not happy about this. Yeah, they basically said that, um, and this came last night in our inbox, Lori, mm-hmm. because and I hope I didn't delete it. Um, basically, that um, 
that they were disturbed that they would pick the same date. Because they share members. We share members. We, um, let's see. Oh, gosh. Why can't I find anything easy right now? I can't find it. All right. I'll have it. But they, it, we they've got to be extremely disappointed. They're very upset because they had the date. It Last was, July. Yeah, they have had the date forever. And so they're very upset that they would do that, knowing that they had the date. It's extremely hard for people to plan these events. And Roger kind of, Friedman is reporting that uh, neither the Grammys or the SAG Awards will have a live audience or, Julia, a red carpet. <sighs> you know, so there's always that. <laughs> but why CBS went for this date is a real head scratcher because uh, they could have had it, uh, you know, I mean, two big network shows on the same date. It's just dumb. It is. I think the Grammys just wanted to pay somebody back when they got bigfooted. Now they're bigfooting. I don't know. People are bigfooting yeah, all over yeah. the place. And bigfooting means just... Yeah, so this is a new term for this me, too. This is a new oh, term. Bigfooting? Yeah. When you just take, take the bigger foot, foot and you squish over. Mm-hmm. You know, bam, over what's right. It's happening in multiple places. I thought it meant hide, you hide in the woods. And no. <laughs> every now and then make it an appearance. No, Bigfoot in it. Okay. Bigfoot <laughs> in it. <Jeez laughs> I, I kind of do like that we have the new the new name. Bigfoot. Bigfoot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They, We're bigfooting around town. CBS is Bigfoot and NBC. Mm-hmm. By taking the Screen Actor Guild Awards a date, we do not take this lightly either. All right, listen, we come back. It's our story we can't get enough of. Hey, everybody. Thanks for hanging out with us. Uh, things are going uh, crazy. If you want to turn on your TV and watch what's happening in Washington, D.C., I think all the networks have broken away from their program and are airing that. We are going to get to the... Uh, the business. really important thing. Yeah, the business of Kim and Kanye, uh, that they that they are over. GMA was the only one that did a little, little tiny report right. on it this morning because basically page six got the exclusive. Holly told me multiple sources is Chris Jenner's Christian name. <laughs> <laughs> and that is that's so funny. And TMZ is funny. basically saying, yeah, it's true, but it's not quite done. They don't know. So, you know, Chris is really working hard, as is her, her uh, PR agency. But here's a report from GMA. This morning, Kim Kardashian West is reportedly considering calling it quits with Kanye West. Sources close to the family telling ABC News that while the couple has been living and working in different states, they are in marriage counseling and divorce has been discussed in the past year, though Kim hasn't wanted to pursue that yet. I honestly don't think it's going to be messy. I don't think either one of them wants it to be messy. They do have four kids. Kardashian and West are a team when it comes to the kids, the source says, and that despite reports, there is no drama between West and Kardashian's extended family. The news following a tumultuous year for the powerhouse Hollywood couple. While Kardashian focused her efforts on pursuing a law degree and prison reform, helping to free 17 nonviolent drug offenders from prison, West spent his time on the campaign trail running for president, wearing a bulletproof vest while delivering a rambling speech to voters in South Carolina. Guns don't kill people. That same month, West took to Twitter to rant about his wife, writing in a since-deleted tweet, Kim was trying to fly to Wyoming with a doctor to lock me up, like on the movie Get Out, because I cried about saving my daughter's life. I mean, it really, I mean, if you look at 
even just what Kim really we we've been saying since the, like forever for since at least the beginning of 2020 these yeah. two are kind of, they're never together and when the lockdown happened you and I were like how are these two going to handle it they've barely spent any of the six or seven years that they've been married together it, if right. you remember when she was pregnant with their first child he spent six months in Paris and I remember you in particular I was going were, crazy you were going crazy because you're like when you're your first baby why why would you have why your husband to be miles away miles, miles away, away for in- months working on an album when he could work on an album Oceans. anywhere no he could and he he's the most self-centered selfish yeah. man we know but and also her pregnancies were so difficult so well, not even she. The first one you didn't even know. The fact is, he spent like four or five months in it, Paris. It's supposed to be such a joyous time for a couple yeah. to share. So that was a bad sign. Yeah. But then we're like, well, okay, celebrities are different, but really they're not. Let's play the second okay. guy. The makeup mogul and mother of four breaking her silence a few days later, attributing West's erratic behavior to his bipolar disorder, writing on Instagram. Anyone who has this or has a loved one in their life who does knows how incredibly complicated and painful it is to understand. West himself opened up about his condition in an interview last year with David Letterman. When you're in the state, you're hyper paranoid about everything. She is reportedly worth $900 million. His worth is estimated to be $1.3 billion. People Magazine reporting that Kardashian is enlisting the help from divorce attorney Laura Wasser, who notably handled the divorces of Angelina Jolie, Johnny Depp, and Heidi Klum. Now, let me Hollywood speak. Enlisting Laura Wasser means everything has been drawn up, it's discussed, done. and it's final. It, it's it was final over. before the sale yesterday, I think. Well, she kind of has been signaling us um, over. Christmas, when she was in Tahoe with the family, she did a photo where she was outside and had her arms raised jubilantly up in the air like, like this. Like victory, like a V for victory. Well, it kind of reminded yeah. me of Nicole Kidman with her arms raised, but she was clapping her two legs together when yeah. she left her divorce lawyer after Tom Cruise. And she took off. Uh, she hasn't been wearing any of her big rings from right. him. He wasn't in any of the holiday Posts with him. They have not been seen together since the like October Wyoming ranch. It's kind of interesting. Now, Dumois, which is an Instagram Mm -hmm, gossip account mm -hmm. that people write into. So I don't know if it's a he or she, but um, apparently she has moved on and there's somebody else and it's not Van Jones, which a lot of people wanted her to date Van Jones. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. 
Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. They're a really cute couple. For their, I, I, she doesn't need to be dating anybody. No, she doesn't. But he, he doesn't live with her. And um, apparently now there's all kinds of tea. Is that uh, Kanye's got something going on with a big beauty guru who just moved to Wyoming. But the only beauty guru that I could figure out that bought a place in uh, in uh, Wyoming. Jackson Hole. Cool. Wherever Kanye lives, wherever his mm. uh, the ranch is. He's in Cody. Jeffrey Star. Is that a boy or a girl? It's a guy. It's a beauty influencer. Oh, okay. Well, here's what Kathy Griffin so, said, because okay. she used to live next door to oh, these that's guys. Right. And she said, um she said that um I think she's really tired about Kim Kardashian. She truly loves him, and she goes on to say, I like Kim. But he certainly isn't the devil or anything, but I believe she's tried everything to make it work. He made her laugh a lot, and she's embraced his eccentricities. She loves being a mom more than anything. Those are my two things. She's just tired. When, you, when you're living with someone with mental um, health issues and they're not willing to address them, I think that would be exhausting. And I think that's what we saw in 2020, the entire year unfolding yeah. for them. And she's just like, this is just too much because... I have bigger goals than dealing with your stuff that you won't address. Right. At some point, I love you. We've tried. We've tried. I've tried to help you. And that even says that she's coming to put me, lock me up and make me take my drugs, you know, mm-hmm. is like, it's embarrassing. It's embarrassing for both of them, I think, that it's been so public and he's been so public. I would be, if my husband or partner was so verbal about our stuff like that, I would go crazy. Mm-hmm. I'd go crazy. And, well. and she... I loved in the page six story where somebody snarked Chris Jenner um, about all he did for her birthday was uh, was the hologram, which we thought was about the weirdest thing it was of her dad. So weird of and, Robert Kardashian, her dad that had passed away. He made a hologram, and then in the hologram, her dad, who's dead, as a hologram, told Kim, her how, how very, wonderful, how very, 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 very lucky she was have to have such a wonderful, wonder. I mean, he used all, he used more descriptives about himself Self. than he did have Robert Kardashian say descriptives about his daughter. I mean, that's like that giving was, someone a gift and just in having it be about Iron I the best for giving you this gift. This is the best gift you ever had. I'm the best. Wow, whoever thought you right. could get the gift this good? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well. It's not at all surprising. I don't think so. I think, I think it's, I think he would be exhausting. We already said that. He yep. would just be a very exhausting man. I don't think she should date anybody. The gossip is that she's she already is. got somebody, just a side thing. And I don't know. He's, he's Kanye's got a side kids. thing with a beauty influencer living in Cody, according to Dumois, mm-hmm. which is pretty reliable gossip stuff. Dumois both the Kim and Kanye thing right before it leaked page six. It was Chris Jenner, multiple sources. Mm-hmm. Letting different people, people magazine know. has a thing on it that basically he knows this that he knows it's been coming and that it's been over and um <laughs> nobody's surprised. Yeah. All right. All right. Hey everybody, thanks for hanging out with us. We are delighted to be calling Ireland right now. We are going we have on the phone Rachel Ryan is with us. Uh, her novel The Woman Outside My Door it checks all of our box because we love a psychological thriller. So, Rachel, thanks for being with us. Thank you so much for having me. I'm delighted. Oh, now we're just going to want to have you just talk, talk and talk. Irish. We're barely going to ask you a question. Your accent so darling. 
So Rachel, <laughs> and we really, we we really, really loved your book. It's um, great. It's our. That's kind of one of our favorite genres. It's a psychological suspense thriller, and we've never read a story quite like yours. So give people the setup, please. Thank you. Yeah, it's um, it's a psychological thriller set in Dublin, and it's about a young mother called Georgina, who has a seven year old son called Cody. So when Cody tells his mother that he has an imaginary friend who he calls his new granny, his mother thinks this is his way of coping with grief because his real grandmother died recently. But when strange things start happening, the line between what's real and what isn't becomes blurred and his mother begins to wonder if there's a real threat. And it's did your kids, Julia, have imaginary friends? No. No? Did, did Rachel, <laughs> do you have children... Is this something that you know about? I don't. I don't have children, but I used to work as a nanny. So when I wrote the one outside my door, I was like working as a nanny during the day mm-hmm. and coming home at night. So I had this like front row seat in my day job to the rich imaginary world of kids. And I think that really influenced the novel. Is it's- this your first book? It is. This is my debut novel, yes. Congratulations, and it was fun looking at your Facebook page, because if you're just joining us, the, um, the author is Rachel Bryan, which I believe is your writing, your pen name, The Woman Outside My Door, and um, you were so excited because Ireland um, Radio interviewed you, and you know you got to write up in a big magazine the Irish in Times, Dublin yeah. and things, so that's so exciting for you, and we're excited to catch you right when the book is being released. I think one of the cool things about reading this book for us, because we read a lot of thrillers. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And, and having um, the unknown of it coming through the imaginary um, eyes, you know, of a seven-year-old boy and not knowing what's real and, and is real. And then the whole thing about kind of mental health issues that um, Georgina was having and thinking, the mom, the mom mm-hmm. thinking that she's kind of nuts. So while she, her husband is m- maybe having some dalliances and like what's real, what isn't real, it really is twisted and good. Thank you. That's a lovely compliment. Um, I love psychological thrillers. The reason that I wrote The Woman Outside My Door in this genre is because it's a genre that I just can't get enough of. And I love page turners and I love big twists. Um, and I think that the um, the thing you're trying to balance is bringing in all these um, kind of common themes like mental health and motherhood, but keeping it fresh and keeping it unique and making sure that the reader doesn't see where it's going. We didn't see this coming no. <laughs> at all. Go ahead, Jules. And Well, the one part about it is, you know, Georgina and her husband, Bran, have been married. And, um, you know, you start out early on that the, the husband goes on a, a camping trip or some sort of a trip with some old girlfriend. And just kind of that. Um, wondering in the back of your mind if old loves come back to haunt you or not and how um, you think you're over-imagining things and how someone in, in a relationship can say, what's wrong with you? Of course nothing went on, you know, when you feel like you're the crazy one. So there's so mm-hmm. many different crazy-making things going on in Bren's life where no one validates mm-hmm. her, you know? And I, you could just kind of see that as a woman sometimes, I guess. I mean, jealousy is a crazy, powerful emotion, right? Right. Like, it can really warp and twist things. It's it's so good. So what have... So you, this is your first novel. How long did it take you to write it? Um, it took me a few months to write the first draft, but it took me a lot longer to edit it. So luckily, I had these amazing editors, Simon and Schuster, 
who really helped me turn the very rough manuscripts that I had into the novel that I'm so proud of, which is The Woman of My Door. Yeah. And, and so you were saying you were a nanny. Um, were, you, were you in writing? Did you pu- have any other published short stories or anything before this novel? I've had a couple of short stories published since, but at the time when my agent signed me, I was completely unpublished, which I think is nice to say to people because, you know, so many writers are hoping and wishing and sending out things and getting rejected. And it really does happen. You know, she picked me up off the slush pile. I was totally unknown, totally unheard of. The book sold internationally. So, yeah, it's it's an encouraging story, I think, for aspiring writers. Absolutely. Is there something about, you know, writing this book? Like, who did you love to read? Because we, we are with you with the suspense um, genre. Who's, whose books did you do you love to read? I love this question because I could talk about it all day. <laughs> okay, so can I we. Love, <laughs> I love the classics, um, like Daphne du Maurier. I think Rebecca is the perfect suspense novel. And I think that the way that I wrote The Woman Outside My Door and way a lot of modern contemporary suspense is written is so inspired by those old classics, you know, with the really strong sense of place. And I also love um, more modern thriller writers like Ruth Ware. Uh I'll read anything by Ruth Ware. Such a guaranteed page turner. Oh, my God. I could talk all day, so I'll stop. (laughs) She's lovely, too. She's been on our show for all of her books. She writes a darn good book. Yeah. Is that a thing? Have you met her? I've never met her. I would wear the ear off her, as we say in Ireland, talking about how much I love her book. She's the woman in Cabin Town, The Lost Key. I can't think of her last one. We just had her on last month. One by one. One by one. One by one, yes. One by one. Well, one of the things that we did ask Ruth, because I am always intrigued with this, and I think Julia is too, is that when people do write in the psychological thriller suspense genre, is coming up with the next idea to me it seems like in this genre that would be the most difficult like if you were romance or historical fiction you know you've maybe got other places to jump off of but psychological thriller that means it's your mind that needs to come up with all these twists and turns and plots yeah i mean that's a good question um, I haven't run out of ideas yet. Okay, I, I'm um, sure you're not right. because you really do it, have such a good plot in this in um, in uh, uh, the woman outside my door. Yeah, and I think that I I had the idea myself. I knew I knew where the book was going to end when I started writing it, but how I got there and all the clues and all the ways the mysteries laid out. Mm-hmm. My editors really helped me to do that in such a way as to keep the reader guessing and to make it this enjoyable, smooth experience. That's so What, what nice. made you include the part, and I can't, re- I think it was a Pierce Brosnan movie is the first time that we had heard of, you know, what happened in Ireland with um, when young women got pregnant right. and sent to these uh homes to have children and we were i can't think of what the name of that movie was but i we didn't know about that but there's a piece of the storytelling that's in that and i won't say anything more than that but was that deliberate on your part yeah i wanted to sprinkle in little references to um other cultural moments that have acknowledged this like complicated part of irish history Mm mm-hmm 
It's so... But yeah, I'm, I'm wary talking about that because I, I don't want to give away... We yeah, don't yeah, want to give away anything, and it's a quick read. I mean, that's the other thing, and we love trade paperback, and um, we know that it just came out, is it today? It came out yesterday oh. in America. Wow. That is so much fun. And the cover's great, and you got so many good blurbs, and what a, just an exciting time for you. What, can you tell us your real name? My real name is Keelan. It's an Irish name, um, which is often mispronounced even in Ireland. Right. So I, we, did, we didn't even try it because Lori and I wrote it down because Rachel over at Simon Schuster sent us, you know, your name. And I'm like, I don't know how to pronounce that. So did you have to pick, you know, a different, did, was it just kind of intentional? I'm going to find an easy name for everybody to use for my pen pal, for my pen name. Yeah, because Rachel is my middle name and it's a lot easier to say than Keelan. Right. And it, I love the name Keelan, and it's a pretty name, but yeah, even in Ireland, it gets mispronounced. It does, and the spelling is C-A-E-L-A-I-N-N, yeah. so that's just... Yeah, like, yeah people mm-hmm. would have a horrible time with yeah. it here, especially us, so thank you for being Gaelic Rachel. Spelling, so anything that's Gaelic spells just is no use outside Ireland. I believe it. Okay, so we got to ask you, what is the last great book that you read, besides, of course, Ruth Ware? The last great book that I read was Little Cruelty by Liz Nugent. She was on our was show. Fantastic. Yeah, she, we just interviewed her like three weeks ago. She, that is a great book. I love Liz. She's amazing. Oh, she's so a great you, writer and she's a lovely person. Oh, that is so fun. Well, that's fun. I'm glad that we have the same taste, Rachel, Yeah, as you. <laughs> we we want to keep reading you, so make sure that you get keep us in the loop. The book is The Woman Outside My Door. The author is Rachel Ryan from Dublin. And um, we just want to thank you for your time today and keep writing. And this is just was such a great book to start yeah, off our new year. You're yeah, our really first was. book we've interviewed for the year so thank you thank you guys so much for having me oh gosh what a treat and thank you for your cute accent it made our day yeah. we're having a rough day over here <laughs> right. all right thanks i so know much. yeah i know, I know. Thank you guys thank, thank you Rachel. again the woman outside my door we've got two copies uh to give away 651-641-1071 and when we come back uh this couple is packing on the pda this is for real people Thanks for hanging out with us today, everybody. It's Lori and Julia, My Talk 1071. And if you um, missed our interview with Rachel Ryan, whose real name is Keelan, what was it? Kaylin. Kaylin? Ke- yeah, Keelan. Keelan. We talked to her in Dublin, and her book is The Woman Outside My Door Emotional, Captivating, Suspenseful, Great Debut Novel. If you like a quick read thriller that had you, I didn't put it down. I read, no, it, in two I read days. it in two yeah. days too. It's just mm-hmm. a quick, fun, great read. You're going to want to read that. And it comes in trade paperback, which is a great way to get a book, as far as I'm concerned. Um, we've got our winners have already been uh, called in. So they've Liz collected their new books. Liz and Rachel, you're going to be getting the books from the publisher. So it might take a couple extra days because mm-hmm. we didn't get them here. So um, thanks for listening. And then the other book that she mentioned. Little Cruelties by Liz Nugent. We had, we both kind of, I remember we just interviewed. We really have a lot. We've had a lot of books. We've had a lot of books, but that's about the brothers. Yes. The Twisted Brothers. And one of them's in the coffin on the first page and we don't know who it is. Yeah. Damn. And and we're talking to another author that's from Minnesota on Friday, Jess Lurie. Lurie. That book was great. Oh my gosh. You're going to die. All right. we, We are picking the books. Speaking of great, yes, uh, Holly has posted this. Olivia Wilde and Harry Styles are um, 
They've been spotted out and about, and the pictures are posted. They're doing a lot of PDA, lots of, lots of just touching to me. You know how when you're a new couple and, and you're you just can't touching, keep your hands you off each other. Hands. It's so fun. He's very casual. I also love that he is wearing David Rose's glasses from Poops Creek, the big yes. white oversized. Yes, he is. Those are his sunglasses. So thank you, Harry, for paying. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mm -hmm. What flavor are you holding? Now open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Attention to the the show that gave us... So much joy. Um, I still am dragging it out. I have like six more episodes. I just. Oh, I haven't even started. I just give it dollops. Yeah. At a time because I love that show so much. I live for Moira. But anyway, they're uh, they're still in Montecito. It looks like they're heading home from the San Ysidro Ranch. And, uh, you know, she's directing him. And she stars in it, too, in this new movie, Don't Worry Darling, which right. is a, like a psychological suspense. And who even knows when this movie is going to come out? So to Colleen and Bradley, uh, this is not a one of those publationships. These two have nothing to gain by this relationship. In fact, Harry and Olivia Wilde are both the internet trolls. They're yelling at Olivia for robbing the cradle People, Harry is 27. He is 27. He is not the 19-year-old boy we met in One Direction. He is 20. And when he was 19, he was dating a 40-year-old. Yeah. So just let it be known, Rocco, that Harry is a man who likes an older woman. Yes. And she's set, actually, they're 26 and 36. So people have been yelling at her, telling her she, she should be ashamed. I always love it when people yell at you and tell you you should be ashamed of having a boyfriend or being fond with somebody because you're a mother. Like, oh, what does that God. have to right, do right, with right. it? But that right. is, I mean, you know, that was always the thing with Elvis. He, like, everything. Really? Was that it? Oh, once well, you well, had a baby. Okay. When she had a baby, when she became a mother, he wasn't sexually attracted. Oh, it had to, there had to be a lot of distance between um, when you were a mother or whatever. So anyway, they were, I don't know what they were doing, but I like that he's got the David Rose. They just are kind of, you know, he's very casual. He's got gray sweatpants on, but not the good kind. No, he, he, yeah. They're a little too sweatpants. They look cute together. They look cute. cute together. I love it. Yeah. I totally like them. So those pictures are posted for you. Now, I thought, does anyone need a refresher on um, Harry's tattoos? Because, you know, I can just <laughs> oh, give you a quiz no. right now. Green All right, Bay. give us a, wait, wait a second. Yes. Okay, here, Rocco, you remember. Let's, Let's have Lori give us a quiz. Um, 
what um let's see what what remember what's on his thigh Mm. An, an eagle, or, an eagle, or an eye. Mm-hmm. It's like a bird or an eagle. He gave a very good answer. Tiger with an animal noise. It's yeah, a tiger. tiger. Oh. It's a tiger. Okay, that's a good guess. I think there's some. Just Julia. I think there's some Roman numerals at some point, right? Yeah, at his hands. Yeah, the Green his Bay wrist. logo. The, the mermaid. The green naked mermaid. Yeah. yeah, he's got a naked mermaid. In 2014, Harry was asked about why do you have a naked mermaid, and he simply said, "I am a mermaid." Well, of course, yeah. The Eagles is, that's covering up an old tattoo that read Things I Can. So, some people thought it was a tribute to ex-girlfriend Kendall Jenner since it was done after they were spotted attending an Eagles concert. Oh, for crying out loud. And he did get an anchor to cover up the words, I can't change. Don't be too committed to script and and words is what we're learning from Harry at a young age. We're learning that from a lot of people. But I mean, he's yeah. covered up all of his, he's covered up I can't change and things I can. You get tired of the same bumper sticker looking down every day. I You can't wear, you know, you can wear your wedding band and maybe another ring every mm-hmm. day. But yeah. I mean, you get sick of jewelry. Anyway, I will all, I will always yes. have the 411 for oh, you guys, so whatever glad. you want. Because we haven't even exhausted all of Harry's tattoos, although I think Olivia Wilde has. Oh, for you know? crying out loud, Lori. You know what I mean? Honest to Pete. Just think what a fun lover afternoon would that would be to just like, Tell me the stories of your tattoos. That's your tattoo tour? Yeah. A TT? Uh-huh. A tattoo tour? <laughs> that would be tour. just kind of a fun As game. As it were. Okay, now another game that is uh, really, uh, people are having fun. What is Lusty it? Lusty lovers of Bridgerton are right. catapulting the Duke of Hastings. Um, do you remember, probably not, because we burned through the first eight episodes. I think you watched it in a day and a night, and I watched it in over two days. You're, you've gone back. I'm going to go back. But remember when the Duke of Hastings was having tea with Daphne, and he picked up and put his the spoon in his mouth? Oh, and, yeah. Yeah. And licked like the peanut butter, which wasn't on the spoon. E- yes, mm-hmm. very much so. So uh, Twitter... Is you try, trying to you know do a sexy Instagram frenzy over the Duke of Hastings? I also heard his name was in the running for um, James, James Bond. Bond. There's a call for Reggae Jean Page, and that's, that's his how name. you pronounce her name, Reggae, Reggae Jean Page. And when you you know he talks uh, with, with that British beautiful act. accent, oh. he's from Zimbabwe. Oh, he's lovely. Is Trevor Noah from Zimbabwe? Is that where South Africa, isn't he? South Africa, okay. Anyway, but yes. <laughs> I forgot where everything continent. is there. Yeah, <laughs> the yeah, same yeah. continent, Rocco. I'm like, don't box me in well, this one. They sound they do, they that they same have beautiful, a really beautiful accent. accent. But reggae could be our bond any day. I think but, so. But here's the one thing. And we don't know where we can volunteer to do, you know, you know, bond girl casting opinion you know i'm not going to get involved and tweet anybody on this one and the wow only, that's a thing yeah. that's such a relief but we'll get involved thing, in yeah. other ways uh-huh. but uh the thing is for i think i mean i want to see reggae in a suit running around with scantily clad women and all kinds of great gadgets and in a cool car but he might need a few more years under under his belt because he's only 31 he's really, right he's young and James Bond is usually almost always 40. 40s. Yeah. 
I could see that. Yeah. So it's usually he's a little petite too. I'm just gonna say. Eh, they make they can make they anyone in uh, Hollywood look tall. Look yeah. at uh, Tom Cruise. What they've done with him. You know. Look at we haven't heard anything. That's because from his, Tommy his little the PR set. stunt backfired wildly. Yeah, we've heard nothing. Yeah. Well, he shut that down and got a military base, and he's people got fired and let go, and it's all full of Scientologists. And for all we know, they're building a spaceship to get to Zeno. Probably. Yeah. Well, it's being built by Elon Musk because he's going to be filming up there. Yeah, but reggae, I mean, the thing that I do love that he did, Huntington or Hastings, Hastings, is that on his Twitter page, he wrote, and this was. A couple days before it came out, so this has nothing to maybe do with Bond, but he did write Regency, Royalty, Shaken, and Stirred. And then it had that beautiful tree that's the opening of Bridgerton as the image. Right. So a lot of people are like, oh, oh he's, he's going to be, be throwing his hat he in said for shaking James Bond. And right, 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 you right, know, right. But that, that was uh, like, you know, two it was weeks so ago. lovely. Anyway, I, I, we'd be all for it. We're all for his Bridgerton spoon stirring people in a frenzy. It's January. People are getting busy on their dating apps, you know. They are. They, oh, yeah, they are, Joya. Just uh, for just for something I've, to I've do. I've got a new one to tell people about. Okay, good. Anyway, he would make a brilliant bond. I just say let him finish Bridgerton. And then, you know, when he's 36, we can have some reggae. Yeah.